0: Hello, New Year, new you, and fuck you. It's The Reducer. Welcome back to the worst podcast in sport. With me as always, I say as always, you never know, do you? With me on this episode are uh, Manchester City fan Dave Rothney. Hello. Uh, Liverpool fan David Klein. Hello. And I'm your host, Howard H. Smith. I am Leeds Scum. Um, But of course, you will know me better as... Um, One of the other famous Patrick Bamford friends. (laughs) Oh, that goal, eh? I just messaged everybody like I'd scored it. Even my mum, who doesn't like football. I was just like, just fucking watch it. (laughs) Um... Great technique.
1: Great technique.
0: And what was hilarious is loads of people said to me, on his left foot as well. Yes, you'll Mm. find that left-footed players are quite good on the left foot, you fucking idiot. Yeah, he is a professional, (laughs) for fuck's sake. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well yeah, but not all professionals are two-footed, in fact very few are. Well, they should they should all be both footed as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, it should be, but <laughs> they're not, you know, <laughs> never have been. I um, was always two-footed when it came to challenges. <laughs> is the correct answer. Yeah. yeah. So guys, um I've got to tell you this, I've got to tell you a story. It's very short and it involves social media, but I follow Mads Mikkelsen okay the um is he is he danish danish actor yeah danish actor mm. yeah. yeah um for listeners uh, you'd know him from fucking google it um and <laughs> um he um uh, I, I yeah I, I follow his um I follow his social media purely because he um uh, you know being mads mikkelsen he does it himself as opposed to like you know have a team doing it and um he posted a picture with him and Willem Dafoe and the title of the picture was just Dafoe and um uh and my and so I just couldn't resist commenting with Jermaine question mark and um and two days <laughs> and two days later he loved my comment <laughs> wow nice. okay we get,
1: I know. Him on the, get him
0: on the podcast. <laughs> oh well, you know we're virtually. Uh, he's coming around for dinner, isn't he? You know what I mean. He's uh, yeah. he's uh, he's loved one of my uh, social media comments, and I say love. It was on Facebook. He didn't like it. He loved it. You loved know. It. So what awesome. can I say? Awesome. So there you go. That's that's my um, um, tangential football. Is he a, is he a, a Leeds scum fan as well? Like you? I I don't know if he even likes football, mate. But um, oh, okay, you know, oh, yeah. I, I, and he probably just loved it because he didn't know what to put. Or he might okay. have like looked up Jermaine Defoe and gone, oh, ha, 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 you crazy English. Um, but um, anyway, look, the question on everybody's lips is FA Cup replays. Is it time to stop fucking talking about whether we stop having FA Cup replays or not? It's every fucking year the same conversation the same sad old tropes trotted out. Oh, I think they should. I think they shouldn't. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking. Let's just say no, because it benefits the few, not the many, and just move on. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's a money. It's a money spinner. It's a money spinner for the little clubs, isn't it? If you get a replay, you know they got they get some extra revenue and stuff. So, yeah, it's a tradition. I know we we don't like tradition anymore, but you know.
0: Yeah. that's not true. Yeah, but yeah, I'd, I'd rather see. I'd rather see the League The lead cup hoofed into the long grass, um, and the FA Cup remain as it is. To be honest,
1: you see, I like. I like the League Cup as well. You know, mm, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure about the two. The two leg semis because that's under debate as well, but.
0: Um, no, I like the League Cup. I've always, of course, had a, you're in the semi-final. Of course, you like. Yeah, it. but it's, uh, funnily oh, enough. Yeah, but against Fulham, so they're virtu- they're almost guaranteed to get knocked out.
1: Weird, weirdly back in the seventies, sure. I remember some of my fondest memories of football were uh, League Cup finals, not least the 76th final, City against Newcastle. By Dennis yeah. Stewart's overhead kick,
2: yeah, fantastic. Sure. True
1: that. Um, So and I, I was always like, why can't Liverpool win the League Cup? We can't win. We can't win the League Cup. We can't win the League Cup. And then, sure enough, we won it about a million times in the eighties. That's true. (laughs)
0: Can I just say that? that, Can I just say to regular listeners, there you go. There's a window into the world of David Klein. There, one of his (laughs) favourite League Cup memories is Newcastle. Um, Listen, uh, no,
1: I I can appreciate (laughs) quality like the Patrick Patrick Bamford goal. Yeah, but Dennis Chewit overhead kick, it still stands up there. It's one of the one of the best goals in a cup final ever. If you haven't seen it, look on YouTube. 1976 League Cup final, Man
0: City, Newcastle. Uh, yeah, I think I might have seen it at the time, but I was only six, so I'm. It has faded in the memory somewhat. Well, you know, um, refresh yourself. You go. Well, far... got me into. You no,
2: no, Fuck, he's me...
0: right. That's fucking brilliant. That got me into
2: supporting City. So, hmm. you know, there you that's go. Good. I was six and uh, that was that that was the the game um and then it was you know I had to sit it out for a while and then the uh, the petrochemicals turned up and it's been great ever since funnily enough funnily enough Dennis chear
1: was on the radio the other day because he was doing um a um a tribute tribute to the kaiser franz Becker yeah. who passed this week because yeah, yeah, yeah. they played together for new york
0: cosmos of course I thought oh. you were going to say that he was doing a tribute to the Kaiser Chiefs.
1: <laughs> the Kaiser Chiefs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I predict a riot. I, 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 yeah, I predict, predict a riot. He, did
0: he predict a riot? Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Well. Well. Also, hot on the news um, of you know, uh, obviously, Mario Zagallo um, died, yeah. another manager who won the World Cup as a as a player and manager, along with um, Franz Beckenbauer, and then um, and then the sad news that um, that that Sven only has maximum a year to live.
1: That's, that's terrible. Yeah. I hope they can help him some way. You know, I know these, these things tend not to uh, uh, have any other outcome, but yeah, I mean, Sven, one of my best memories as an England, I'm not going to say fan, an England follower, <laughs> um, Germany won, yeah, yeah, England five in yeah. your face. What a match. Brilliant. And that was Sven. That was Sven at the time. He just he reinvigorated the team after we'd had that year of chaos with Keegan at the helm, and he
0: just turned things things around. So hang on, he didn't. Hang on, hang on. Let's 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 not forget here. Sven took over earlier than he was meant to. Um, Yes. Thanks again to Leeds United in no small part. Leeds uh, knocked uh, Lazio out of the Champions League. And um, they decided to bin off Ericsson, which meant he could come to England earlier than he had. He took over the same qualifying mess that Keegan had left behind. Yes. So we had, you know, we had Keegan, we had Howard Wilkinson for uh, a game. And then Ericsson was, you know, crowbarred into post and basically asked by every journalist in the world, you know, can we qualify? Can we qualify? And he was like, well, you know, Probably not, but you know, I'll give it. I'll give it a good go, and um, yeah, it, it, with with the five one, um, we fucking did it. And of course, we the, only, uh, we we only just did it, didn't we? Um, Beckham's free yeah, of course. Mister Rothney and I watched in um, uh, in South Ealing. We watched that game. Um, we did. and and um, yeah, it was it all along. We both just kept saying. Have you ever seen an England player like just, just like single-handedly run a game, drag his team over the line, and this was all before he scored the free kick? Mm. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you seen that Beckham documentary? Um, that Rio Ferdinand has that great line from Ferdinand in that when he said he just went up to Beckham at the end of that game and said, "Thank God you're on, you're in our team." He said, because there's no <laughs> way we're in that we're in the finals without you, mm. which is a fair a fair assessment of of that. Um, but yeah, that that's five one. Um, one of my memories of that still, you know, you have funny memories of games. One of my memories of that is trivial. Uh, is um Emil Heskey scoring and doing his DJ celebration,
0: and, and Paul Skulls laughing like a drain. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Although I have to say, um, I think uh, I think I preferred um, Michael Owen. Was it Michael Owen going over and doing the putter celebration in the? Corner? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, that, yeah. Uh, But my, my one of my overriding memories of that game was being at um, being at someone's house, and there was loads of us going watching the game, and we went one nil down, and there was and there was a David Klein there. Um, and by that, I mean, oh, here we go. Yeah, oh, yeah. same. And, and like, you know, you think you've got a Germany supporter in the room. And just <laughs> like, oh we're, oh, we're, and I just went, yeah. <laughs> calm down. It's very early in the game. It's really early in the game. So let's just see how this pans out. And at the end of the match, I spent the rest of the evening Reminding them of what they said And laughing in their face For about six hours um, And uh, yeah, what a game
1: Again, um, I have to empathise With the, the friend that you lampooned Because, you know, football You can't predict If you oh, go 1-0 down against Germany Away, you'd expect them to go in and win it So
0: Well, play. well, you, you just said you can't predict And then you said you'd
1: I said you'd expect And predicted a victory You predict.
0: Yeah, but that is a prediction yeah. Where was this oh, bloke from? Kind of. Where was this um, bloke from? Oh, God, I can't remember. But uh, I
2: imagine there'll be somebody somewhere saying, yeah, my memory of that 2001 game. <laughs> Annoying bloke came up to us and wouldn't let it lie. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I imagine probably. that's seared on his brain because I know what it's like to,
0: uh, be, um, wrong. to get that, that be wrong
2: in the presence <laughs> of
0: Howard. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to let it go, no yeah Yeah, i know i mean just incredibly incredibly sad and um yeah it just seems like it's always the fucking new year isn't it you know they hold on for christmas (laughs) and and start dropping like flies Mm. not just in football either yeah anyway let's lighten it yeah
1: Uh, yeah get yourselves up get yourselves up look for the win
2: Yes, look for the win.
0: <laughs> the uh, I see the um, the I heard I heard an opposite of the January transfer window slamming shut, and the usual oh. like, some some wise ass goes like, "Oh, why does it always slam shut?" Like they're the first person who's ever said that, despite the fact it's said every year, and they yeah. obviously never heard it before. But I heard somebody the other day do the. Um, the January transfer window is bucking, is bucking the trend of windows the country wide and wedging itself open. What? What does that even mean? That's just, it's just bullshit. Uh, I, it, was, it was Maisie Adams, and bless her, she's a no. Leeds fan, but it was fucking desperate. You know, that's terrible. Yeah, that probably is. written by some <laughs> BBC monkey, to be fair. That's just terrible. It's just, a, oh, just don't even bother Actually, do you know what? Tangential to football, I've said tangential twice now, three times. Um, I, I'm really sick and tired of adverts in podcasts from the company that's bringing you the podcast. the mm. podcast. Like, it's like I subscribe to the Athletic, and in the Athletic podcasts, you subscribe for advertising free, but you still get them banging on about the about the Athletic. You get a two and a half minute advert from some. Hey, I'm a producer, and uh, I I help with these shows, and I put all these shows out. And uh, you might be interested in this. Now you're like, please fuck off. And the BBC, all the time you ever listen yeah. to a podcast, it's just littered with, hey, why don't you listen to this? What you know, you're listening to like a sports podcast, and mm. all of a sudden there's something for like true crime well there's no danger of
1: that happening here is there so
0: <laughs> no
1: sponsors advertisers so yeah not unless we were able to monetize the reducer in some way well, that's your sphere of expertise David. no
0: unless i no unless i cram in an advert here <laughs> yeah for my my advert uh, for my podcast On talking Morris, Box, because morrison's ad- body warmer but you, but dave <laughs> it wasn't advertisers that wasn't that wasn't what I was getting at. It's no, the no people I Who actually they, bring they you the podcast? Talking so, about the show. Yeah. yeah, so we could we could do an advert for the reducer on, the that people on, are then. listening to. Off you, off you go. go, on. go on. I'd like go to think this is an advert. Yeah, yeah. Have you tried Have you tried the reducer? <laughs> do you Do you listen to sports podcasts? Are they all good? Do you want to listen to a shit one? Well, we've got one for you. Listen now,
1: the reducer every week.
2: Yeah, <laughs> there's too much advertising. We need to get back to the uh, back to the theme. As um, so Dave Liverpool League Cup. Yes, yes. What of it? Are you gonna, <laughs> are you going to finish Fulham off in the second leg? Well, can't um, predict. Can't predict. I <laughs> can't, predict.
1: I, can't predict. I, I um, Dave's
0: Dave's rapidly talking himself into retirement here
1: i don't know is the honest answer um, right. I, I do we've got 10 senior players out either injured or away at Af- afcon sorry acon rather and um the asia cup so uh it's hard to say when do you play the second leg then um 24th i think uh, yeah. 24th of jan mm-hmm. so yeah um who knows who knows i i'd have been obviously happy here if we'd had a two goal cushion but um again i'm sick and tired of everyone slagging off darwin nunes darwin nunes came off the bench and he turned the match around with his energy his pace the assist yeah. for the Gakpo goal he doesn't have to score but he, he does have to transform games and he did And it's just, I'm sick of it though. He's a shit. Who's smacking him off though? Oh, just the media. They just say he doesn't score enough. He should have got that, the the chance that it was a great save. Yes. Okay. Maybe he would have scored if it hadn't been a great save, but it was a great save. So give credit to the goalkeeper. God's sake. It just annoys me. uh,
0: At this point, I would just like to point out that, um, you know, loads of players away with AFCON, lots of injuries. Mm. And you're talking about bringing on an £85 million player. As a substitute.
1: Yeah.
0: What's wrong? Okay, good. No, I just think that speaks <laughs> volumes for, oh, we've got loads of injuries. Players are away with that. Well, well, you've he, got he an was, £85 million pound player on the bench.
1: He's on. Wrote, he was rotating the squad such as it is, the threadbare squad it's that we've still,
0: got. It, it, it still flies <laughs> right in the face of everything you said previously about having loads of injuries and players. Well, are... well yeah, but if you look at the bench, there
1: was a, the... Of, of note, for probably from the first 11, there was Gakpo and Darwin Nunes and everyone else. I, I didn't recognise some Gakpo. of the names, I'll be honest
0: with you. Well, another like 50, 60 million pound player. Yeah, but... That, you got over like 120 like 10, million pounds worth of the players. There were the 10 bench.
1: subs. There were 10 subs. And they're, they're, the, they're the two prominent standout names. So, yeah, listen... Listen, you asked me a question. I don't expect sympathy or empathy or whatever, but no, I'm just I, staying... well
0: and, and, and all I'm doing is adding a richness <laughs> to and giving a 3D opinion of, you know, as somebody who's not a Liverpool fan because, you know, you're Crimea River. And I'm just saying that I'm not cr- you've got two players of over £120 million I, on the bench.
1: I am not. Listen, I couldn't care less. if if it's Truth be told, I really couldn't give a flying monkeys, you know.
0: Uh, but, there you go, um, listeners. We've no idea why he's on this podcast I mean, the podcast. You love
2: the league cup, Dave. You told me that. Was, I do love the league model, cup. It was childhood. I just, it made you the man you yeah. are. The yeah, cup I do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's
0: the dream, mate. Yeah. It's the dream. And also, I think three points clear at the top of the Premier League, but no, no, just, everything's bad at the moment. No, I didn't. He didn't, I that? That. he didn't say that. I'm going to jump in know,
2: there. Know, he's been He's been naughty there. So, do you think Chelsea will overturn Middlesbrough? So because so it's it's gonna be another Liverpool Chelsea final, right?
1: Well I suspect they will, but I hope they won't.
0: But there you go. Yeah. I thought you they played know. well actually. But you never know with Chelsea, do you? No. Because they could they, they could end up being up. they could end up being so wasteful in front of goal mm. that you know they've got no real striker. And as they were apparently, I didn't see the game, but apparently missed a load of chances again. So yeah, you know, who knows? So, so my question oh. to
1: you, Dave, is now you've got De Bruyne back, are you going to just romp it and win the league again?
2: I don't think, yeah. Um, no, I don't think um, uh, romp, I don't know. It's hard to know. I mean, it it's a tricky one because when De Bruyne doesn't play, Foden plays centrally. And when Foden plays centrally, he's brilliant. So... There's it's never quite that simple that De Bruyne slots back in, but then does Foden become less effective? I mean, yeah, it's brilliant to have him mm. back. And it sounds like, I mean, I saw the interviews he was doing this week that he said he basically took the time out to have a rest, basically. So, you know, it's great that he's fit, but he was while he was getting match fit, he was kind of, you know, just having a holiday, basically. So, hopefully, yeah, I mean, it changes it, doesn't he? He's one of our best players, so. He's yeah got, yeah I feel a lot better about going into the second half of the season with him playing whether we i don't know if we're going to win the title i don't know but i think oh. i'm expecting us to be better with him in the team
0: um, cuz he's uh, brilliant I, I heard a um I heard a really interesting comment by somebody actually that um what you lot went away to you know the world club championship all the rest of it and um and nobody really capitalised on City not playing. Nobody put any scoreboard pressure. No. Um, on no. Them. And, um, and true. And also, yeah. and also, like you know, this time last season when you won the treble, um, you had less points than you do now. So yeah. it, you know, yeah. it it I, it doesn't it doesn't bode well for everybody else. It could be a record fourth title in a row. Um, you know, which some people are saying is bad for the league um maybe it is maybe it isn't but uh, you know the best team wins the league and that's that's it and it's you know it behooves everybody else to make uh, to make more of a fight of it and kick you off your perch
2: two points one point great use of the word behoove i don't know i've heard that use for a long time and um secondly though i mean i would say about arsenal see last year they were brilliant and then they had their massive blip in March, April, at the worst possible time, um, and you know what it's like with this. Uh, it may well be that this is their blip, and uh, they've had a, they've been dodgy the last few weeks. But maybe they'll they'll pull it together. We are we are not playing as well as you know. We don't look the same as we did last season. We're a bit weaker in defence. I'm not about to talk down anything. I'm just saying we look a bit more vulnerable this season. Perhaps you know. And Liverpool, I think Klopp has done a brilliant job rebuilding that team to be, you know... And you can't bet against Liverpool. We've got to go to Anfield. I mean, it might be one of those where it's kind of the reverse of previous seasons where we're the ones that are kind of Mm. chasing you. And actually, this could be the year when you do us by a point and it goes to the last game of the season and and you win. Um, Mm. I mean, Mm. that's my gut feeling about it all. I certainly don't think... I'm a lot more positive now than I was because, like Howard said, you know, I thought going into the World Club Championship, I thought we could be 12 points off off the pace by the end, by the time. But we're not. We're in it. So yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking, yeah. I was predicting a third or a fourth place finish because I'm a bit of a pessimist. That was a few weeks ago. Now, I reckon, yeah. I think second. I, I, I sort of, of course we can win it. But I suppose I just think, oh, the four in a row, that'll be, it doesn't feel like it's possible. But um, anyway, there are other leagues available, aren't there? Um Howard? that would be that would be incredible. There, yeah. there certainly
0: yeah. are. Um, I, 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 I again, I listen to the uh, the BBC, the Football Daily quite often, and um, uh, the presenter on there, whose name escapes me, um, was uh, was talking about an FA Cup tie, and there was no VAR, and how refreshing it was, and blah. And it's like I thought this was the Football Daily. Mm. But no, apparently it's just the Premier League daily. It's like mm. you do know every fucking week there is an entire fucking division just below the Premier League that doesn't yeah. have VAR. You know, if you want to watch football without VAR, you don't have to get in a fucking time machine. You can just change the yeah. fucking channel. Well, you can't. You, you've got to go looking for a game in the championship. But um, that aside, yes, um, we're now fourth. We've had a bit of a we had a rocky period over Christmas, um, but uh, but one of those rocks was not um, battering Birmingham, singing disgusting songs about Wayne Rooney all the way through it, and um, and yes. then uh, uh, finally. When it went 3-0, we were singing you're getting sacked in the morning, and the Birmingham fans joined in, which was great. In Rooney's <laughs> it, in Rooney's statement of thanks to the club, he thanked the owners who sacked him. He thanked everybody at the club. Um, notably missing from his list of thanks was the fans. Um and um and then we uh, obviously we beat um uh, you know we beat, beat Peterborough in the FA Cup, which was you know all well and good. Um, but we now lie fourth we you know we've made third our own but southampton have come with a like i mean they're unbeaten 17 um we are four points behind them um, Ipswich have have finally started showing their true colors they're 10 points behind Leicester they're um on 55 Southampton 52 Leeds 48 then there's a sec- then there's 6 points between us and West Brom um so it's it's very tight but um yeah. at the moment what i'm mainly concerned with is the fact that Luke Ayling has now gone to Middlesbrough on loan and um just a really really classy way in which the club has handled it and the player has handled it um you know, brilliant social media going out where, where he's, you know, he's almost like done an exit interview with the club. Uh, the player himself has put loads of stuff out and, and it, it, you know, it's not his team managing his social media. It's him putting a lot of stuff out. It's all just really classy. And and if, if anybody embodies the Bielsa era for me personally, it's, it's Luke Ayling, a player who we bought for 230 grand from Bristol city who never thought he was ever going to play in the Premier League, who Bielsa turned into somebody who was being mentioned as a possible wild card for the England squad, and who, at the end of our first season, when we finished ninth in the Premier League, Luke Ayling, as a right-back, had the best attacking stats. Now, I don't know what the exact stats are, or like, you know, killer passes or anything out he had the best stats of any right back in the oh everywhere in Europe he was Europe's number one attacking right back and that just sums up Bielsa and also Luke Ayling the fact that it, it I mean it's just incredible and it's been it's been awesome seeing just everybody talking about him. And like I said, the club have done it really well, very classy, you know, um, interviews with all of the players of that era, all saying how much they're going to miss him. And, and Luke himself doing, you know, doing a piece to camera, clearly emotionally, um, on his own phone, you know, putting it out. It's just, it's all, it's all very, very great. It's all very sad. It's all very, very sad. And it's brought, it's brought a tear to my eye on, um, on many an occasion. And, um, you know, I would do a message to Luke, but no one listens to his podcast. Never mind footballers. So, um, so
2: I've got a question because um, so what's the context of this? Then, so why is he? Forgive uh, my ignorance. Uh, why is he going on loan to Middlesbrough? He can't get in the
0: team. He's fourth choice. Is um, he old? Um, he's thirty-two. So his, really. his career is far from over, but yeah. career at Leeds has kind of come to a natural end. He's not going to get yeah. in the team anytime soon. Yeah. Um, and the club don't want to stand in his way of earning a contract because at the end of the season, he is, he's out of contract. And I think if there's a club that want Luke Haling now, then, you know, we've, we, the owners have gone, do you know what? Let's not stand in his way because, at the end of the season he might find himself you know cap in hand trying to find a club anywhere so he needs to you know he needs to spend 6 months playing football
2: yeah and it'd be great for Borough. i mean
0: yeah i know and you know it, it's it, again very classy from the owners you know mm. uh, this is something that rajani would not have done and the and also all of the tributes and everything else would have been rubbish um and um I I think it's incredible from the the club and the manager. And I think, again, I think this speaks to the way the club's being run now. I think think this is a footballing decision. I think it's been left to Daniel Farker to say, um, look, this guy is Leeds through and through, and as a club, we owe it to him. And yes, it's Middlesbrough, and yes, they're a rival, but that's not as important as doing right by our player. Yeah, which uh, which I think is very very rare and refreshing. A bit like this podcast. <laughs> 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 um, and yeah. that brings I think that brings us to a lovely uh, a lovely conclusion. There, very nice. Really, yeah. You know? um, very nice, so look, yeah. um, thanks as always for listening. Um, do you know if, if you feel like telling people about this podcast, then do. If you're a bit embarrassed that you listen and you'd rather not tell anyone, yeah, I get that. So, um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, as always, never... Mr. Klein, lovely to see you. Thanks. Yeah, for never
1: knowingly undersold. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pleasure to see you.
2: <laughs> and it's a pleasure to see you, Mr. Rothney. Pleasure to see you. Thanks very much indeed. Um, yeah, next week I'm suggesting transfer window. I mean, Sancho yes. back to Dortmund. Eric Dyer's gone to Bayern Munich and on maybe next week.
0: It'll still be, and it'll still be um, a good. Eleven days before it shuts, so we'll do a a a mid transfer. um, Or it's unwedged. Or it's unwedged
1: open. open, Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need we need to be wide open.
0: Oh, by the way, as well, we we've also we've let um, we've let Luke Ayling go, um, and it looks like we're potentially going to let a young Charlie Taylor go as well. So we it's like we are low on defenders, which me which again means it letting luke Ayling go is, is even more of a a cool yeah. fucking thing to do because um yeah we actually need numbers but anyway mm. yeah thanks for listening fuck off